For the past few months, uh, hopefully you've noticed that we pray a, a prayer of blessing over the offering dedication from the, the people of St. Paul to the mission of St. Paul. And no matter which of the three of us pastors prays, we, te we tend to say something similar to the effect of every good gift comes from you, God. And this idea that everything good comes from God comes directly from James 1.17. But this idea, this teaching that everything good first comes from God goes far beyond just one Bible passage. In fact, it even goes as far back as Genesis 1. Today we are going to begin our two-week sermon series on stewardship, uh, on what God has given to us, but more importantly, our response to God. You may have heard the, the three T's when talking about stewardship. If you know them, same with me. It's our time, talents, and treasure. Yeah, this is a really engaging, you know, first the kids were on point, then, then you guys, this is great. Uh, today we'll be focusing on those first two, on our time and our talents. Now, I don't know about you, but stewardship is not a word that I use in my daily voca uh, vocabulary. So as a refresher, uh, in the biblical context, the word stewardship means someone who has authority over people or possessions or who is entrusted with a certain task. And so there are really two main things here. There are, is the person who owns the stuff and the person who's entrusted with the stuff. And again, this idea goes back all the way to Genesis 1. In the beginning, God creates. God creates uh, heavens and the earth. God creates light. God creates day and night. God creates earth, water, and sky. God creates vegetation and plants. God creates the seasons and the stars. God creates the beasts of the field. God creates the, the uh, Woody's going to fall down. I'm just going to put him down before that surprises me later. Uh, God creates the birds of the sky. God creates the fish of the sea. And God creates humans. Now, what do you notice about all those things? God creates. Everything in existence is created God. In other words, they belong to God. Everything that exists belongs to and answers to God. And we see that out of all of God's creation, mankind is most special to him, most important to him. And he gives mankind a, a special responsibility and privilege. He gives them dominion over every living thing in creation, and he tells them to be fruitful and multiply. From the beginning, even before sin entered into the picture, God had special responsibilities for humans. God intended for humans, his crown jewel of creation, to take care of the rest of his creation. In other words, he put us, humans, in charge of all the rest of his creation. Now, it's important to note when, when thinking about staying in the garden, right? Adam and Eve— their stewardship was not, uh, uh, it was not dependent upon them being good stewards in order to stay in the garden, right? God didn't tell them, well, in order to stay here, you have to take care of these things. God did tell them not to eat from the fruit in the middle of the garden, but that is more of an issue of obedience rather than good stewardship. Rather, their acts of stewardship 
were simply a response to who God is. Their acts of stewardship uh, weren't something that they did to like earn favor before God, but a response to who God is and his goodness toward them. It's a response that realizes everything is his anyways. And when we think about stewardship, I think it's helpful to look at it in context of creation. God created everything. I mean, it can be so easy to get that backwards sometimes because I know, like, everybody over maybe the age of 12 knows that the world doesn't revolve around us. Maybe that age is debatable. Uh, uh, depends on the person. We all know the world doesn't revolve around us, but we all live our lives from our own perspective. So it can be sometimes hard to uh, remember that. But everything in creation is God's. It's, it's God's creation. It's intended to praise and glorify God. It really is God's world, and we're just living in it. God didn't create earth or animals or even people because he was lonely. He didn't create because he felt like he was obligated to. God created simply because it pleased him. God created because he wanted to. And when we have that perspective, it, it, that everything in this world is God's and, and is for God, it can help us to see things a little bit differently. Helps us to see how everything we have is on loan from God and that we are responsible for what we have to glorify God. And that sentiment is, is reinforced in our gospel reading from Matthew 25. In this parable, there are uh, servants who are given varying numbers of talents, which a talent is a sum of money, but it also makes us think of the talents that God has given us. And in this parable, the master was pleased when the servants honored their master by using the talents that uh, the master had entrusted them with. And when we put ourselves into the, the position of the servant, like the servants in this parable, God has entrusted us with different talents, like physical talents, you know, musical talents, athletic abilities, relationship skills, uh, problem solving, intellectual abilities, and so on. But even more than that, God has given us abilities that are maybe not uh, the most, you know, talent show type of abilities, but all abilities, like changing a diaper or driving a car or folding laundry, things that are ordinary and maybe mundane, yet they're still abilities that God has given us. But this idea of, of talent, it, it goes even beyond just our abilities. It also applies to things that you're passionate about. You know, something that doesn't necessarily take skill or ability, but that you're passionate about. Things like, you know, speaking up for those who don't have a voice for themselves, or caring for the underprivileged, or wanting to, uh, being passionate about kids hearing about Jesus in a day school. And you can see the results of that. All of these things are, are talents that God has given you. They all come from God. And in addition to, to our talents, God has also given you time. We all have 24 hours in a day, 168 hours a week. 
And similarly to the talents, the, the abilities that God has given us, we are called to use it well. And so when we think about our, our time and our talents, the giving of ourselves is the way that we should think about it. You know, when uh, being a steward of your time and talent is to give of yourself. You know, that's what these two T's are all about. God's desire for us to wisely use the time and the talents that he has given us. Now, similar to in the garden with Adam and Eve, us being responsible for what God has given us is not a prerequisite. It's a response. You know, God doesn't say, well, you need to use these things that I give you in order for me to love you and bless you. That's not how it is. God gives us our abilities, our, our time, our talents, our possessions as good blessings. You know, he gives us his grace, love, and mercy, not because of anything that has to do with us. He gives those things because of who he is. He is a good, loving, and compassionate God. He gives those things to those who love him, but also those things to those who hate him. You know, God's goodness towards his created beings is not in any way dependent upon their response. God's goodness doesn't change based on a response or, or lack thereof. So when we think about being good stewards, uh, putting to good use our, our time and our talents that God has given us, it's not in any way to earn favor. It's not to earn forgiveness. It's not any of that. It's simply a response to who he is. It's a response to the fact that everything is his. It's a response uh, of thankfulness for entrusting to us all that we have. Now, when we think about being good stewards, there's, there's two ways that I want to talk about kind of how that applies in our lives. Uh, the first is in your everyday life. Each of us have what are called vocations. Uh, vocation is also, uh, the, the word vocation literally means calling. So another way you can think about this is a role. Some of you uh, might have a vocation as a parent, a child, a friend, a student, a teacher, uh, an employee, a member of a club, a member here at St. Paul, a citizen of the United States. You know, all the different roles that you have. And for each of these vocations, you have different responsibilities. Whether you realize it or not, you are being a good steward of your time and your talents when you do the thing in that vocation that you're supposed to, that, you know, taking care of the talents and time that God has entrusted you. Every time you give of yourself for the sake of others, you are using your time and your talents in a good way to the glory of God. That is good and God-pleasing. Now, on the other side of things, I'm sure that each of us could look at our lives and say, yeah, there are a few of these areas that I know I'm not being a good steward of my time or my talents. And so I want us to think about things in a different perspective maybe than what we normally do. I want us to think of our whole lives, our, our whole being as Christians as belonging to God. 
especially in today's world, it can be so easy to compartmentalize our life, right? Monday through Friday, work. Saturday, for me. Sunday, for God. It can be so easy to put different parts of our lives into neat little boxes. In fact, there's a, a story of, uh, about knights, the Knights Templar before going on crusades when some of them would be baptized. They would be fully immersed under the water, except they would hold their sword out. It was a way of saying, God, you can have all of me except for the part that's going to go and kill people. They didn't want to give their whole self to God. We should be thinking about every day, every aspect of our life as belonging to God. God has given us everything we have, the time that we have, the abilities, the passions, the possessions. And as a response, our desire should be to use them to bring him glory. That's the first aspect of stewardship in our lives, in our daily lives. Second aspect I want to talk about is specifically serving God. This goes beyond just our, our daily vocations, right? Uh, this is more specific. This is specifically serving God in, in the context of church or building the kingdom of God. Remember, everything is God's. And, and so knowing who God is, knowing his goodness toward us, we respond uh, to the gifts that God has given us by using them, by giving back to him and, and helping grow the kingdom of God. The 24 hours we have in a day, the, the abilities and passions that God has given us are all a gift. And I, I know I said this before, but I want to say it again. If we don't give of ourselves to God, He's still going to love us. He's still going to bless us. He's a good God, and, and his actions are not changed by our actions or inactions. But knowing that he is a good God, knowing all that he does for us, we respond by giving back to ourselves to God. Shortly, Gail Brady from the Stewardship Board is going to come forward and talk about ways that you can give of yourself, give back to God here at St. Paul with your time and your talents. There are a lot of ways, a lot of opportunities to serve God, to serve the mission of the kingdom here. I'm sure many ways that you weren't even aware of. Now, I want to do something that might be a little bit dangerous, but I want to put myself into your shoes, kind of think from, try to think about what you might be thinking of. And if I were in your seat, I, one of, there are two thoughts that might be coming into my head, so I'm going to project it onto you guys, and well, hopefully there's some overlap there. I could see some of you thinking, you know, I'm just too busy to commit to anything right now. And I mean, like, I get that, right? How, how quickly do our calendars fill up, especially this time of year? Let me just say, there are opportunities to be involved here serving at St. Paul that might require you only to meet a few times a year. Or you could serve on Sundays uh, even just a few times a year. I could also see people thinking, well, what could I possibly do? Maybe some of you are thinking, I I'm too old to get involved with that. Let the, let the young kids do that. Or I don't have any special gifts or abilities. Well, there's a, a saying that's used in the NFL, but I, I think it applies pretty good here. 
You know what the best ability is? Availability. Make yourself available and see how God might be working, uh, how, how God might choose to work through you. Now, please hear this. If you don't get involved with serving right now, it's okay. Jesus still loves you. Your St. Paul family still loves you. St. Paul will survive if you don't get involved. I also know that there are a lot of members who give a lot of themselves. And we, are, we truly thank God for all that those people do. But no matter where you are, whether you are not involved at all or you are involved in a lot, consider if God is leading you to, to take the next step in your journey on, uh, as a disciple of Jesus. Pray, pray and think about if God is leading you to give more of yourself than you currently are. And again, St. Paul's going to be fine either way. Like, you know, we're not going to be shutting programs down. We're not, we're not asking for this because we need help. We want to look at this as an uh, opportunity to simply respond to God and the gifts that he has given us. May God stir your heart and lead you to opportunities to give of yourself both here and throughout your life. Amen. Lord God, we thank you for all that you give us. Every gift comes from you, and we thank you that you have entrusted us with all that you do. Help us to listen to that voice that might be directing us to, to give of ourselves more. Help us to live uncomfortably for your sake. And Lord, we, we know you will, but we do ask you to bless the efforts uh, that we make here at St. Paul, ultimately to grow your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen.